This broadcast of the PJC Media Network seeks to present wholesome, thought-provoking, and entertaining content. However, the views expressed by the hosts of PJC Media are theirs and theirs alone. They do not reflect the views of this network or its affiliates. Please utilize listener discretion. Good evening and welcome to the Let's Talk About the Jitty White Show. On our show, we discuss topics from A to Z and our listeners call from Singapore to Montana, from California to New York. Our goal is to inform. Hi everyone and welcome to the Let's Talk About It with Jenny White Show. Each week, we feature different topics concerning issues that sometimes can be difficult to talk about. These issues concern children and adults who may be autistic, have Asperger's, or have mental disorders of any kind. We will discuss law enforcement and how they interact with these persons. Now, let's start the show. All right. Good afternoon. Good evening. Uh, Welcome to another fine Friday at the Let's Talk About It with Jenny White show. I'll be your host today, uh, Maceo Coleman. And uh, we have our hostess with the mostest that will be joining us as well, Miss Jenny White. Uh, Well, our topic for today, we're going to be talking about relationships between men and women, habits of healthy relationships. Uh, we have healthy healthy relationships so when both partners feel supported and connected but still feel independent. So what are the habits of partners and how do they sustain good relationships? And in this conversation, we're going to ask you, are you looking for dating advice on how to maintain a healthy relationship? Or are you looking for dating tips on how to keep an active and healthy interaction between you and someone else? We're going to give you uh, six habits, which is how to, uh, whether you should separate, just call it quits, resolve conflict and disagreements, overcoming adultery, you cheated on somebody, actively listening to your partner, explore new experiences, role play, you know, take a trip, get, get naked on the balcony. Or we're going to challenge illogical beliefs and instill hope that we're going to keep hope alive. So in this conversation, uh, and, you know, you can feel free to join, press the one on your phone, tap in, give us some advice on dating advice or how to stay married or how to stay single. Um, how to get divorced. I mean, we're, we're open to all, all kinds of information today. Uh, you know, we're going to talk about Venus versus Mars, Venus being women, Mars being men. We're going to talk about the differences and people's communication. So without further ado, we're gonna, I'm going to introduce the hostess with the mostest, Miss Jenny White. You with us, Miss Jenny White? Yes, sir, I am. <laughs> How you doing? 
I'm doing good, and I'm waiting for the habits of healthy relationships. Oh, well, we about to talk about some things. We're going to have some fun. We're going to talk about e-harmony <laughs> and black people meet, you know. So if you're looking for the hookup, you can, you know, pull up Tinder and swipe right. You know, you might find the date of your life. So, uh, yeah. you know, we figured, yeah, we figured we'd do something a little lighthearted today, get away from all the politics and depressing stuff, the war over in um, Israel and all that stuff. We'll talk about that next week, probably. But uh, so for today, this is what we're talking about, relationship between women and men. So uh, what we're going to do is we're going to talk about seven differences between men and women in relationships. So in order to nurture and improve your relationship, it is essential to recognize, understand, and accept these differences. See, that's part that's, that's part of the people's problem is they have problems recognizing, understanding, and accepting the differences. They know they're there, but, you know, sometimes can't take the old dog new tricks. All right. So I don't know what y'all got going on over there, but I'm going <laughs> to do, uh, I'm going to put you on mute. Y'all keep making noise. All right. Well, see. you know, um, Pastor, uh, sir, I yes. would like to see uh, 214 and see what they have to offer. Okay. Well, well, let's see who we got here. Hello, uh, welcome to the Let's Talk About with Jenny White show. Uh, what's your name, and would you like to make a comment or ask a question? Since we really ain't got started yeah. yet, how can we help you? Right. Yes, I would like to ask a question. Sure, feel free, Texas. Yeah. I know that 214 is Texas. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so if you have are in a healthy relationship, how can you subscribe? sustain that healthy relationship. I know you said communication, and I feel like communication is the key because that's how a lot of relationships falter or fold because no one is talking to each other, so the other one don't know what to expect. So how can you sustain a healthy relationship so that both parties are happy? Well, that's a great question, and you're talking to you're talking to the love doctor. So, I mean, you know, this, okay. is I, this, this is what I specialize in. So, you know, okay. so, I'm, so I'm going to uh, uh, talk about some, some uh, of the things that will help sustain a relationship and uh, helping your uh, partner feel listened to, supported, and loved. So, uh, so just give me a minute. I'm going to get into some things, and then I'm going to, you know, cover uh, what you're looking for. Now, are you? Uh, let me ask you before we, uh, before I go any further, are you currently in a relationship? No, I am not. Okay, okay. Do you want to be? I do. All right, all right. With a man or a woman or both? <laughs> Oh, no, with a man. Now, I will say this. I do have uh, been asked out by several men. So, you know, it's it's early. You say it's early. 
it's early, like, like dating. dating. Yeah. Just dating right now. Okay, that's cool. That's cool. Ain't nothing wrong with that. All right. So um have you ever been married? Let me ask you that. I have, yes. Yeah. Okay. So I take it you divorced right now since you, you dating. Yes, I'm divorced. I've been divorced thirteen years. All right, all right, all right. So with that, uh let me ask you, what did you learn from that relationship to help you in your future relationships? Communication is key. All right. It was a breakdown. Um, We were talking at each other instead of to each other. So it it was a breakdown. We didn't have a great communicated relationship at all. Okay. Okay. Did you guys have any children? Yes. One together. All right. All right. So is he a better daddy than a husband? Oh, yeah, most definitely. All right, all right. Well, we're on to something. So, uh, like you said, communication is important. Uh, So what we're going to do is let's get into some of these uh, seven key uh, factors here. Uh, I think that, um, like I said, it's essential to recognize, understand, and accept the differences between men and women. And I think that, you know, that's part of the people's problem uh, is that we don't want to either we recognize, but we don't want to understand or we don't understand and accept the differences because when both partners understand how completely different they are, men and women, and expressing Mm -hmm. their emotions and feelings, they can create a loving, cooperating, and trustworthy relationship where they feel listened to, supported, and loved. Being aware of the differences between men and women, the expectations from your partner will be to behave. Now, let me, let me say that again. Being unaware of the differences between men and women, your expectations from your partner will be to behave, feel, react, communicate, in the same way you do. So that means you want somebody to act the same way you act. And then right. the, now, these, now these can create resentment, judgmental feelings, and unjustified demands in your relationship. Now, you may be communicating, but you may be communicating in the wrong way. So right. more and more people are separating each year or they don't feel fulfilled in their relationships. Uh, A lot of people are are unable to grow together and support each other, and that causes them to lose the love that they once felt for each other, which, you know, is is a problem. Um, Now, there are seven main differences between women and men, and that is not clearly understood and can become the source of arguments and conflicts in a relationship. Now, we're about to get down to the nitty-gritty. Number one. Men try to change women's feelings, and women try to change men's behavior. See, there you go, right there. You know, instead of ignoring our differences, we need to accept and transcend them. Men try to change women's feelings by offering solutions to her problems. When men are active listening to their partner, their primarily, our primarily concern is to come up with a solution. That's how we think. You got a problem, I got a solution. 
yet women only expect empathy to be listened to and to be understood. She don't want the answers to your questions. She don't want the answers to her problems. She just wants you to, to feel some empathy and listen and understand her. And then women try to change men's behavior by offering advice and criticism. Even in cases where their intentions are good, men feel undermined and criticized. Instead, men desire that their partners accept them as they are and trust them to solve problems. Like I say, let a man be a man. You know, try stop trying to dictate what your man doing, how he responding and reacting, and let him be himself. And I think he, you know, I think that goes a long way. He can be open with you. And I think the same thing, you know, applies to women. I think, you know, um, letting your 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 partner, your woman, know that you're listening to her, you know, actively. That you know, sometimes you just need to shut the f up, you know, and not even right. respond. You know, just listen. Right. If you know, if you if she want a response, you ask for it. You know, so. Uh, some of these things we have to learn the hard way, and a lot of times we aren't taught these things, you know. Um, and sometimes the relationships that we have seen growing up aren't necessarily the ones we want to model in our own lives. Mm-hmm. As a and so I think that uh, sometimes it's, you know, we meet people that we're attracted to. Maybe it's a physical or sexual attraction. Uh, maybe we're both good people, um, but maybe it's the wrong time, wrong place. Maybe we just ain't good for each other, or maybe we just come together for a season, and that season is to, you know, whatever it is, to help each other through whatever we're going through, maybe to create children. And um, and uh, everybody doesn't, you know, doesn't stay married to forever. You know, every it's not for mm-hmm. everybody. Okay, okay. Now, we're going to go to number two. Men and women are motivated by different things, all right? Good men are a bit like border collies. We're happiest when we're useful. That's why the life of a good man involves constant striving for direction and meaning. While men crave to feel needed, women crave to feel cherished. The more a man feels needed in a relationship, the more he is willing to give. If, you, if, if the man feels needed, he's going give, to give you everything he got. Men need to feel that they are trusted, appreciated, and accepted in their love relationship. And when they don't, they become less motivated and more selfish. So it's all about me. A man's greatest fear is that he is not good enough for the woman he loves. Women that's need true. to feel, yep. yeah, yeah, I mean, you know, that's not good for a man. <clears throat> and that's what happened, and that's what happened with me because I kept not trying to be his mama, but, you know, I would be like, well, why didn't you do this? Why didn't you do that? And always stayed on him about little stuff. It wasn't anything like, did you pay, did we pay the mortgage? Did we pay this? I mean, it was little stupid stuff, and I didn't really value him and I used to always say stuff like I got a job I really don't need you so I think that's when he started feeling like well dang why am I in this so I think it was more so me 
<laughs> so, you know, because I thought I was supposed to have my way all the time. But I learned from a divorce to say, hey, Robin, you, you're not always right. You know, I had to learn that. Um, mm-hmm. So it was good that we I did have that situation to teach me, hey, you got to grow up. You can't have it your way all the time. So I learned to, you know, be more mature than I was when I was married. So it was just a life lesson. And, right. you know, life is going to throw you different lessons. And, you know, we're good, better friends than we were married. So, you know, that well, makes that, a lot of sense what you said. That good, that's good that it, that it happened and that you're able to own, you know, your part of yeah. what yeah. went wrong. Um and right. so, you know, they say that women need to feel that they are cherished in their relationships. And when they feel their actions are appreciated and they are respected, they're willing they're willing to give more. And on the other hand, yeah. when they feel their efforts are not appreciated, they become consumed and exhausted. And they soon start to feel resentment and frustration towards their partner. So, you know, it goes both ways, you know, in that particular yeah. instance. Because men and women are motivated by different things. Now, the third thing is women and men deal with stress differently. Women tend to communicate early and often about a problem. Men are more likely to view communication as a tool. And when they see it as the wrong tool for the job, they believe it should be stored neatly in the toolbox. And I keep it to myself. When women are stressed, they become overwhelmed and emotionally involved. In order to relax, they desire to talk about their problems. Unlike men, they are not ashamed of having problems, and they feel good when they share them with their close friends. The more they share, the better they feel about themselves. While talking about their problems, they become less overwhelmed, able to rationalize, and more inclined to find solutions to their problems. Now, when men are stressed, they become withdrawn, decide to pick up the problem that they most believe requires their attention and focus on finding a solution. If they cannot find immediate solutions, they decide they need time to relax and forget about their problems for a short period of time. I'm going to have a drink. I'm going to go do something and chill because I need to recalibrate. They choose to engage in activities like watching the news, football, or playing a video game. Unlike women, they don't need to share or seek advice for their problems. All right, I'm giving y'all, I'm giving y'all the game. So if you're looking for a relationship or you're looking to keep staying the one you're in, here we go. Number four, men and women express their feelings differently. Men most often know what they want, yet they are not always sure how they feel. Women most often know how they feel, yet they may not always know what they want. Women need to generalize, exaggerate, and use figures of speech when they express their feelings and emotions. They use expressions like, you don't love me anymore. We never do this or you never listen to emphasize their frustration. Men take the complaints literally and express 
valid counter arguments. Women get more frustrated that their partners don't understand the true meaning of what they said and feel unheard. Now, on the other hand, men tend to be silent and take time to process information before speaking. And if they don't have a clear answer, they will stay silent. This can confuse the women even more as they need to share all their thoughts and feelings to better understand the root of their problem. Moreover, when a man is silent, women assume the worst. All right, so men and women express their feelings differently. Okay. Now, number five, this is out of seven. Men and women argue for different reasons. You cannot reason people out of a position that they did not reason themselves into. Arguments can damage your relationship and make the love fade. On the other side, unspoken words build up and create frustrations and negative feelings towards your partner. It is important to discuss your differences and express feelings in a respectful and direct manner, and if possible, try to find together a solution or reach an agreement for your problem. Now, men argue when they feel criticized, rejected, and unaccepted. This often happens when a woman tells them what to or how they should behave. Also, when men feel blamed for their partner's unhappiness, they become less motivated to do things for them. Moreover, when their partner worries about their ability to accomplish a task, they feel they are not trusted. Now, women argue when they feel ignored, judged, and neglected. They need to feel that they are their partner's priority and that their partner remembers the things that are important to them. Now, the last thing you want to do, fellas, is not remember something that your woman feels is important to her. So whatever that is, you better make sure you remember. If she asks you, what did I just say? You better be able to repeat it, at least the first two sentences. Now, women need to feel reassured and accepted when they are upset. If they feel they are being criticized rather than accepted, they will feel unsafe to be themselves. And I think men feel the same way. If they're being criticized rather than accepted, I think men can also feel unsafe to be themselves. And also when women feel that their partner is not participating in their discussion, they feel disrespected and ignored and become argumentative. All right. See, that's what y'all do. But I'm staying neutral because women and men need different things from their relationships. This is number six. And the hope is that laying out what we understand about essential differences in the minds of men and women may lead to greater acceptance and respect of differences. I think that uh, when we are up front and we lay out, you know, our understanding of our differences, um, I think it leads to greater respect, you know, and greater acceptance of who you are dealing with, who you're married to, who the person is. A very common mistake both women and men are making is giving their partner the things they they want in a relationship. 
give me what I want. Don't give me what you want me to have. I mean, I mean, you know, this way both feel that they're giving everything they can, but they are still unsatisfied and feel their efforts are not appreciated. If both partners understand what their partner most desire in order to feel love, they can redirect their efforts towards offering their partner the right kind of love. People want to be loved in a certain way. You have to understand that. You have to understand the way they want to be loved. Sometimes people say, you know, you don't treat me like I treat you. Okay. In order to feel love, women need to feel cared for, understood, respected, and validated. Also, they need to feel their partner is devoted to them and be reassured that they are loved consistently. On the other hand, men feel they are loved when they feel trusted, accepted, and admired. When your woman looks at you with those hearts in her eyes and you can just, you know, <laughs> just melt, then yeah, it right. makes you feel trusted, accepted, and admired. Men desire to feel that their efforts are recognized and appreciated. I went and put some air in your car, in your tires. I filled the car up and I washed it. <laughs> I need that. I need you to say something about that. I need you to recognize me so that I can feel appreciated. Men primarily need is to feel approved and encouraged in their decisions, not criticized. All right, number seven. Men desire to give women. Men desire to give and women desire to receive. All right, I'm going to say that again. Men desire to give and women to, to receive. Man is always looking for someone to boast to. Woman is all, women are always looking for a shoulder to put her head on. When it comes to nurturing love, women need many expressions of love from their partner in order to feel fulfilled and loved. Men don't often realize how important little gestures of love are for women and mistakenly assume that a major gesture of love can replace them. Uh, the little things really matter. I mean, you know, a little, a little Hershey's kiss, you know, on, on the counter. Um, you know, maybe a back rub or rubber feet or something like that. Give her a compliment on what she's wearing. You know, it's the little gestures of love that um, really are important. So let me ask you, is this what you do to your wife? Well, I mean, I try to be as conscious as possible. I purchase flowers, have fresh flowers on on the table weekly. Um, I, I do uh, little gestures. I mean, if she's got a little pain in her shoulder or her hand, you know, I'll massage that, you know, or run her bath water or, um, no, you know, yeah. yeah, she doesn't always have to cook, you know, we'll do uh, Taco Tuesday, you know, but she cook on, on um, Fish Friday, so, you know, uh, so we eating fish on Friday. Um, so, yeah, I mean, you know, I've been married 31 years, you know, 1992. Um, well, no, no, it was, it was 92, 94. 
Yeah, 92. I mean, so uh, been in it for a minute. And so the thing is um, staying in it, you know, staying married and, you know, throughout, you know, the times you don't always agree and things like that. So uh, it makes a difference. And on the other hand, men need to feel appreciated for, for our gestures. When we feel they are taken for granted, uh, we stop giving. Men feel love when we feel supported and appreciated. The best way to show a man you love him is by showing support and appreciation instead of giving advice or criticizing. You know, sometimes you just talk too much. Sometimes you just need to be quiet. You know, men don't always want to hear what you have to say. And it's vice versa. I'm sure women don't always want to hear what a man got to say. You know, just stop talking sometimes. Just look at each other, you know, and, and use ESP, extrasensory perception. All right. Um, well, let me ask you a question, because there are a lot of married people that, uh, you know, they don't stay long. And I, I don't know what it is that keeps them apart. I don't know if they are real serious because you have to go through when you start getting, uh, when you first getting married and everything is okay and sometimes it uh sometimes it just doesn't stay an hour uh not an hour but an a year and some of them are ready to go yeah i mean you know sometimes it's uh sometimes it's like that um and I think that that's why counseling is very important before you get married. I think, you know, a lot of people really get excited about the the, the, the wedding and, you know, don't really think of everything that goes into being married and staying married. Uh, so I think that having a good marriage counselor to talk um, to the couple regarding things that they are going to face in their marriage and um, the trials and tribulations, um, how, you know, if they're going to have children, how they're going to raise them. Um, I think that those things will bring uh, a realistic point of view into the relationship uh, and let them know that it's not always going to be roses. I've got a friend who been a bachelor for life and wants to settle down with his his girlfriend, but she wants this big extravagant wedding, and um, and he doesn't see the need to spend the type of money for this wedding that she's trying to um, she's trying to spend just to show off. Um, and so, uh, so they are, they aren't married yet. You know, they ain't married because they can't come to an understanding about 
you know, about this wedding. And so um, I think it's those things, you know, with uh, whether or not a person is uh, has their priorities in, in order and is mature enough to be able to deal with uh, uh, everything that it takes to be married and stay married, you know, the ups and the downs and the times when you don't necessarily like each other, you know, or like the behavior that your partner may have exhibited. Um, you know, there's a number of uh, different scenarios that you will go through as a married person. Um, and they're all not good and they're all not bad, you know, but you work to uh, continue to have the best relationship that you can and hopefully you know you have something in common and hopefully you're able to uh work together on something well you know when i was uh i saw uh, john lincoln today and he has four children now you saw who? And he was John Levin, the oh, singer. Who? John Levin. Hey. Yeah, what I about? I said Legion. Well, he was talking about, he has four children now. And he was just talking about how, um, how much he loves his wife now. Before, you know, when he started, he was in love. But now they're really having a real good marriage and four children. And he said they do have people that help them with the children. But they say they have them most of the time with them. So that means that they are serious. They're really serious. And uh, I forgot how many years he said, but it's been a minute. It's been well, a minute. Well, that's good. I mean, you know, being married is not easy. And I'm sure being a celebrity and, you know, being married isn't easy either. So, um, you know, you have to be able to drown out the noise in your own relationship, whether it's coming from your relatives, uh, your friends, you know, you have to be able to drown out all that noise and really lock in with your partner and um, lock in with your God uh, as far as your faith. And, you know, ask for favor and ask for grace and ask for the Lord to guide your steps in your marriage and ask for blessings and blessings of your children and things. So God works in mysterious ways, you know, and he doesn't make mistakes. Yes, he and, um, you know, but he I knows. But I just said that to, I, I just wanted to say that because most, most, um, maybe not most, but a lot, I'll say like that, 
the uh, stars. Uh, they get married, and then the next thing you hear, they've separated and gone to the next one. But a lot of them have stayed a long time. So yeah, I would like to say when you find that happens soulmate. with regular people too. What did you say? That happens with regular people too, like every, every uh, you know, regular blow Joe off the street, you know. So it just all depends. Some people are just not compatible, and just like you know, um, Maceo was saying that it's only for a season, or some people are meant for a lifetime. So it just all depends. But you have to listen and communicate. That's the that's the key. If you're able to communicate, you can save yourself a lot of problems and trying to, ah, I think you don't like this. Or instead of trying to just make up or say, you know, or, you know, if you want to know something, just ask. So, you know, you have to learn how to compromise, too. Oh, yeah. That's a the key, too. Yeah, a lot of compromise is involved mm-hmm. in um, being married and staying married. Um, so you have to um, give up some things, and mm-hmm. you can't always have your way. Uh, right. But like they say, happy wife, happy life, you know. <laughs> and so, you know, it's important to... Try to try to keep your wife happy, so you can be happy. Mm-hmm. So what we're going to yeah. do is uh, we are going to take a commercial break for a minute, and we'll be back right after these messages. Is your food bland, and you want to spice it up? Does it taste like something is missing? What's missing? Is my seasoning, Butch's bodacious seasoning, all-purpose seasoning, good on absolutely everything but ice cream. I'm Linda Porter, President and CEO of Butch's Bodacious Seasoning. To get the spice back in your life, call me at 313-393-2738. You won't regret it. Thank you. Lions Clubs International is a service or membership organization of over 1.7 million members worldwide. It was founded in 1916 in Illinois. Much of the focus of the Lions Club's work as a service club organization is to raise money for worthy causes as first responders. The Lions Club model is We Serve. Local Lions Club programs include sight conservation, hearing and speech conservation, diabetes awareness, youth outreach, international relations, environmental issues, and many other programs. The Lions acronym also stands for Liberty, Intelligence, Our Nation's safety. For more information, contact us at lionsclubs 
www.lifeinsurance.org. If you are in need of life insurance, auto or home insurance, or need help in getting out of debt, call your helpful insurance agents at Prime Financial Services. Did you know if you add a child rider to your life insurance policy, you can add multiple children for the price of one, starting at $10,000 worth of coverage for under $10. Call today for a free quote at 313-293-0979. Mention you heard this ad on this show for a free gift. We're back with Let's Talk About It with Jenny White. All right, all right. We're back talking about healthy relationships, habits of healthy relationships between men and women. And we have a caller and uh welcome caller. Welcome to the Let's Talk About It with Jenny White show. Uh you have a comment or would you like to make a statement? Uh, yeah, I came here because of the topic habits of healthy relationships. I wanted to find out if there was any type of consensus about what uh, the major elements would be for a healthy relationship. Uh, Well, we've covered um, communication being a major one. Uh, We've also uh, discussed uh, men and women understanding the differences between men and women and uh, their ways, uh, our ways of communicating. Um, We've covered uh, that for most, the men try to change women's feelings and and women try to change men's behavior. So that's something that affects the relationship. Uh, The fact that men and women are motivated by different things uh, and having that understanding and a lot of people don't necessarily have that understanding. Um, and men and women deal with stress differently. You know, how we communicate, uh, how women uh-huh. communicate early about problems, and men sometimes will draw and are, and are quiet. Um, uh, men and women, we express our feelings differently. Um, men often know what they want, but we don't always know how we feel, and Women often know what they feel, how they feel, but don't always know what they want. So those are some, some of the differences. And uh, men and women argue for different reasons. Um, and you can't, you know, reason a person out of a mm-hmm. position that you didn't reason them into. Um, and uh, Well, there are multiple reasons why uh, men and women do not um, get along. But what are the remedies Well, um, that's what we're, you know, we're talking about, uh, you know, really understanding and accepting our differences and therefore communicating differently with each other uh, by making uh, each other feel the way that they want to feel. You know, uh, women have a problem, men offer solutions. You know, the woman doesn't necessarily want a solution. She wants... uh, her man to be, you know, empathetic to her, and she wants to feel like she's heard. So I think that, you know, and, and we discussed saying that uh, most of these things we aren't taught before we, we get married. 
And a lot of times the relationships that we're modeling or we've seen growing up, you know, is on the job training and, 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 our, and our parents and, <laughs> and everybody else hasn't mastered these, you know, either. So I think that, uh, you know, I think that really wanting to be married and stay married is very key to a relationship. And I think that that will keep you together through some of the tough times, just the fact that you want to stay together. You love each other and you know that you can get past your differences. Uh, let me ask you: Are you uh, are you currently in a relationship? Are you married, single? No. Um, the word that you mentioned was the word I was waiting to hear. Was the word "want," because okay. all of the remedies that um, psychologists, psychotherapists, and books and romance novelists can um, can conjure up doesn't mean a damn thing unless both people in a relationship want to right so and uh, the relationship counselors the ones that call themselves relationship counselors they're the ones that are not certified don't have any degrees so they call themselves relationship counselors in order to skirt by the law so that they're not legally um, prosecuted for bad advice but the thing (laughs) is if two people don't want to see that's the thing you have to make them want to, and you have to dig deeper into the weeds to find out what is it that would make both people want to at the beginning, even before they meet, after they meet, and once they uh, have the inevitable problems and trials of a relationship and a marriage. So, um, does anybody here ever um, ever tackled that? Uh, well, 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 I think I, I think there are a lot of uh, men and women. They thought they had something good, but they changed their minds. But the other. <laughs> It really gets kind of messy that way. You have to be both together if you want to stay. So I don't know. A lot of times you can't. If the other person does not want to stay with you, there's nothing that you can do. Well, I guess if it's come to that particular point where there's a point of no return, yeah. But people who go to counseling, one of them at least doesn't want to stay with the other. Sometimes both people want to find out what the problems are that maybe they're missing. So, yeah, so they're, so they're willing participants in finding out what the puzzle is. But if one really doesn't want to, to the point of no return, I agree with you. But when people do go to counseling, generally there's one that doesn't want to stay together. So why should they go? If one of them doesn't want to, then they would only be wasting money. Well, I think that 
you're right. They're wasting money and time. If, you know, one of them doesn't want to remain in the relationship, I think that, uh, you know, therapy works when, uh, well, and it doesn't always work, even when both parties want to find a solution to remain in their relationship. Um, You know, it's like, okay, I know we've got issues and this is probably our last resort to work it out. So maybe, you know, this therapist can point out some things, uncover some things within our dysfunction to help us look at what we're doing differently um, and maybe it'll work. Maybe I'm not giving you what you need. I'm not loving you the way that you want to be loved because I don't know how. I don't know that um, when you were talking to me, you don't need me to talk back and offer solutions. You just need me to make you feel like I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying, and I support you, and what can I do to help you? That's what you need, but if I don't know that and you coming up, you know, with the issues or concerns that you have and I'm offering solutions to those and you feel offended because you ain't asking for solutions, then we're operating on two different frequencies, you know. So I think that, uh, and it takes, I don't want to say maturity. I just think it takes a lot of insight um, and understanding to know uh, the differences between people. I mean, sometimes opposites attract. Sometimes two people are opposite. And so with that attraction, uh, what does it take to maintain the passion in that relationship. Um, some people, you know, relationships are just based on children. You know, they, they, they had children, they got together, they raised children. And some people, you know, get married, don't have anything in common. Or sometimes people grow apart, you know, through the years, we've grown in different directions. Sometimes uh, unevenly, Yoke, and um, so there's a lot going right. on. It's a lot of noise in my background too, so I apologize for that. Um, yeah, I don't hear that, but that's all right. Uh, what I would do if I were um, trying to help people that I know, I would ask, okay, what is it that um, he's doing that aggravates you? What is it that he's doing that disappoints you? Okay. Then I would find out um, from her if she actually knew, (laughs) in a comprehensive way, what it uh, what it was, and I would say, okay, so you've got a you've got about a list of five or six things that this man is doing that annoys you, disappoints you, but drives you up the wall. If he stopped them, would that help? Okay. If she said. If she said yes, then I would say, so if he stopped doing number one, number two, number three, number four, number five, then everything would be fine. 
<laughs> so if she said yes, then I would say, okay, do it. Now, if she says, well, I don't think so. I don't know. I don't think so. And then I would say, well, then you don't know what, what's going on inside your relationship, do you? Hmm. Because if he's telling you, and from your mouth, you're saying, this is what is bothering me. So if he stops bothering you, now all of a sudden you come up with um, a number six or a number seven, then you've got issues yourself, don't you? Well, that's true. And, you know, and on the same token, what if he says, no, I, I ain't willing to stop doing that. You know, this is what I like to do. You know, she's got a problem with it, but I don't feel like I, you know, I don't want to sacrifice that. Um, and so, you know, in that instance, in the scenario that you just offered, uh, you know, there may continue to be some issues. And then, you know, you have to find out from the man's point of view what she's doing that's, you know, getting under his skin. Of course. So oh, yeah. you find out from him what it is that she's doing wrong. Same questions, same pattern. Now, if either one of them, but let's take the guy, the guy says, well, I'm not willing to stop that. Then you have to ask, why not? And you have to ask her, what is it about what he's doing that's bugging you so much? And, of course, you ask him, like I said, why aren't you willing to give that up? Then if you yeah. don't want to help or, you know, do something to take that away because you see the other person doesn't like it, so you're really going to have a situation if you don't want to stop. So, so wait a minute, let me get this straight. Are you saying that if, in this example where the man says, I don't want to give this up, and he says, I, I'm not going to give it up, I feel like I shouldn't have to give it up, then that, of course, is his fault. Then there's a problem, okay? Yeah, there's a problem, but is it his fault? I'm trying to find out from you if you automatically believe that if he says, I'm not willing to give it up, that it's his, his fault for um, uh, putting a wedge in the relationship. You she know, says, okay. Something like that. Okay, go ahead. I was just going to say, okay. She said the man smokes weed. You know, I don't I don't like it when you smoke weed. He said, okay, but I ain't, I'm not going to stop. That's what I like to do that helps relax me, you know, get over it. Yeah, okay. Well, weed's a good example. I was thinking of bowling um, because that's that's innocuous. <laughs> okay. So, uh, you know, he's got a bowling night, and she um, says, well, you know, you, you go bowling. You've been doing that for two years every Friday night, and uh, that's it bugs me. And he says, on Fridays, Friday night is my one night out with the boys. Mm-hmm. But we, which example do you, want to, do you want me to tackle first? No, go ahead. Weed or go ahead, bowling. Go ahead. No, the bowling All is right. good. So he says, that's my one night out with the boys, okay? We see each other 24-7, uh, unless we're working. So we see each other, you know, at least 12 hours out of the day. 
when I go out with the boys, um, these are guys that I've hung out with since college. Um, you know, I like to have a good time with them. And plus, you know, there's nothing that um, says if you have to stay home, you can go out with the, uh, you know, with your girlfriends as well. And then we have something to talk about. But why? Then I would say, well, why is bowling on a Friday night, which he's been doing for the past two years, such a problem with you? I would say the same thing about weed. Now, weed seems to be more of a problem because people automatically conjure up visions of a guy, you know, out of zonked out of his mind. But suppose the weed just does relax him, and he likes to be by himself inside his his man cave for a few hours. See, people have to dig deep, deep, deep to find out what is it about the other person's behavior that really bugs you. Now, sometimes it all relates back to trauma, which the people who are complaining aren't even aware of because the trauma has been repressed. All right. I like that. I like where you're going. So you have to dig deep. Now, I don't know what counseling is like. I would hope it would be something like that. Relationship counselors, uh, I would doubt if they go that deep. As a matter of fact, there was one who had a blog talk show. As a matter of fact, there's about three or four of them. Every once in a while, they have a show on BTR. One in particular, which was the one I liked the best, had a lousy, lousy remedy, <laughs> had a lousy solution to male and female problems. Okay. One day, she had a show, and it was about how men should be especially appreciative, since they're men, of their women. Okay. And she starts talking about, well, you should show your woman, you know, some love and gratitude and the yada, yada, yada. So then I, after she went through a little litany of what men should do in order to be appreciative of this, of this particular person, her, his wife or girlfriend, I said to her, okay, you just talked about what men should do. Men should be grateful. What is it? that women bring to the table that should make her man so grateful, so appreciative of her. Do you know what this, do you know what this relationship counselor said? And what? she was serious. Okay. <laughs> she said, women bring the beauty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, that was okay, answer, I huh? would say that. <laughs> no, it you doesn't said, pay the bills. Okay. Well, we got, I think I think we got another caller. Uh, everybody, hold tight. I think Anybody? so. Too. Yeah. Let's see if they haven't uh, haven't put the hand down. Let's see uh, here. Nine eight eight nine. Yep. Let's yes. see. My All name right, is Margaret. You have a. Miss Margaret, how you doing? I'm doing fine. I was just concerned as far as, all right, is this a habit they had before they got married, or is this a habit they picked up after they got married that's destroying the marriage? Well, uh, let's choose a scenario. Say it's something that started after they were married. Now, in in your uh, in that instance, what would your thoughts be? You know. They've been married. Okay, they've been married for a few years, and this is something that started, and 
uh, one partner has a problem with the other partner. Yeah, well, I'm sure if it started after the marriage, they had to have been discussed, or it should have been discussed, on how it would affect the marriage. Are you going to become too lonely because this person wants to go out and deal with the, his friends, or are you sufficient and strong enough to accept it? You bring on a problem on how you accept whatever it is that they wish to do. Well, that's true. Um, and I think that, you know, a lot of people's problem is the lack of communication. I think uh, in right. some instances, uh, women expect men to read their minds and know what they're thinking. Uh, not in all instances, but I think, you know, I've heard enough situations where, you know, women expect men to know what they're thinking without them saying And yeah, I some say people. That, you no, know, I mean, I say that, you know, if you want a man to know something, tell him. Right. Exactly. It you works know, both no, ways. Yeah, that's true. Yes, it does. Yeah, don't get mad at somebody because they didn't do something that you felt they should have did when you didn't ask them tell to do Tell them it. that they shouldn't do it. Yeah, either that or if they or that they should. Right. I mean, I think that it has to be communicated, and that goes back to men and women, uh, you know, being different and looking for different things. You know, women, uh, men trying to change women's feelings and women trying to change men's behavior. Uh, I think that if you can accept somebody for who they are um, and allow them to be themselves as long as it's not detrimental to, to you, your relationship, or your reputation, you know, I think that that goes a long way. But when you start trying to change somebody's behavior or somebody's feelings, um, you know, you you barking up a you barking up a tree. You know. So yeah, I think you know, and like I say, I don't think that we're taught these things in our relationships. And so you know, when relationships, uh, some relationships encounter these issues some of them just don't have the foundation to to withstand it i think sometimes people can feel disrespected and feel like they don't have to take this from i don't have to take this from you and um when you know really it's not you know or Maybe the person has good intentions and really doesn't know that they're making you feel some type of way, you know. And so uh, sometimes people just react to what's going on, you know, or they become argumentative and causes a problem. And then, you know, um, men can be withdrawn and, you know, like they say, pressure busts bust the pipe, you know. So, mm-hmm. You always complaining, you always complaining, you always complaining. So when I start going off, you know, you got a problem. So yeah. I think, uh, yeah, I think that, you know, I've never been to marriage therapy, but I believe that, I mean, other than, um, you know, prior to our marriage, um, but I think that uh, even couples going through 
maybe marriage boot camps or something like that, I think, could be healthy and advantageous. Well, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Because you mentioned boot camps and marital therapy. Now, if you had gone or you know friends uh, who have gone and um, you were in front of the counselor and the counselor says, well, this is the man's duties. These are the man's feelings which should be apparent in the relationship. And then he asks, okay, so what does she bring to the table? And he goes or she goes, beauty, what would you think of that therapist or counselor or boot camp? Well, I mean, who says beauty, the woman or the counselor? The counselor. Well, unless he's marrying a, he's married his, you know, woman or his girlfriend and and she's a trophy, um, then, I mean, hey, beauty is what is her role in the relationship. But if, you know, the relationship is built on substance and mutual um, respect and things of that nature. Beauty is only skin deep, you know, and it fades. And so I would look at that counselor uh, <laughs> and laugh because, you know, uh, beauty, unless it's a superficial relationship, if it's a real, you know, relationship, uh, it's going to take a whole lot more than that. So the counselor mm-hmm. would be you know, in my opinion, you know, unless yeah, that's I like the male it. opinion. What about the female opinion? What do you, what about the, the women on the line here? What do you think if uh, the counselor says the major element that the woman should bring to the relationship is her beauty? I would, I wouldn't go to them anymore because that's yeah, not being realistic. Some people ugly. Everybody ain't beautiful. And that's true. <laughs> Beauty yeah, designed to be older. Yeah, yeah. So there's some ugly people that's married. They they together. But does it, pay, does it pay PPE, though, every month? Does it pay the mortgage every month? You still got to get up and go to work. So you can't just sit at home and look in the mirror all day. That's not realistic. They watch too much uh, Real Housewives. That's, that's mm-hmm. not realistic. And that counselor mm-hmm. need another job. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. So, I know, but this relationship counselor, which gave that uh, that particular advice, was giving she she shut down her show and then she started doing webinars for money mm. um, on the net. Mm-hmm. I don't know how many people signed up for it, and she was the one I liked. But she had the she had the best personality. She had um, she was very personable, but she was dead serious. Men should appreciate their women. Because women are women. That's what she was saying. If you bring the beauty, mm-hmm. then, you know, you're bringing your female energy. And men, mm-hmm. you're lucky. But the women, you know, <laughs> hey, you, that's all you got to do. <laughs> well, you know, that's not real. like they say, you show me a beautiful woman, and I show you a man who's tired of her. You know, so... <laughs> It ain't always about beauty. It's some it's some pretty women out here, and her and her man is tired of her. You know, mm-hmm. so so I think that and the only is, beauty that really counts 
is uh, as that old saying says, is in the eye of the beholder. Because once you take off the makeup mm-hmm. when the women are eight, nines, and tens, they're all ugly anyway. <laughs> take off the makeup, <laughs> you got you got a whole lot of ugly women. So <laughs> when a man takes, um, still marries her, still has her as a girlfriend, less like. Uh, the host was talking about, unless it's a trophy wife or trophy girlfriend, then that man um, has looked inside her and found out that she is the beautiful one for me. But she can't just bring the beauty. She can't just bring the female Mm -hmm. energy. Both people have to bring, as I said before, which I was trying to get to, is that both people have to want to. You have to have the same mindset. You have to right. overcome the traumas that both the men and the women have over, have, um, have endured throughout their lives. A lot of times it's sub- subliminal trauma that the men and the women don't even know that they have. They can feel the outcome of it, but don't know the origin of it, don't remember when. Some are molested and forget all about it. Um, mm-hmm. if, you, if you've had puppy loves, two or three of them, four of them, and they never worked out, you've already encountered trauma. You're going to be battle. You're going to be gun-shy about the next mm-hmm. guy, the next girl. These are the things that should be tackled. Now, I like to go to a boot camp to find out who these counselors are and what kind of advice they give. I'm going to have to look online see if, they, see if there's anything like that around because people are giving very, very um, terrible advice. the kind of advice which is incomprehensive, which is just simplistic. You're right. Mm-hmm. They gotta. They gotta get a new profession. Maybe uh, you know. Maybe they can exactly. take. Uh, yeah, they they can become a waitress or become a waiter. <laughs> a work for the circus. Yeah, you know, until they fall <laughs> off and break their neck, and then well, okay. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, you guys have gone um, off the cliff with it, but uh, hey, this is uh, this this has been a great show. And I appreciate everybody uh, for participating, you know, um, in our men and women relationship conversation. I think that, you know, we'll do some other shows uh, regarding men and women relationships and make it a little lighthearted, get away from some of the uh, uh, politics and other uh, serious stuff that we deal with every day. And let's talk about each other. Let's talk about the, the, the ugly people and the pretty people. Let's talk about... You know the uh, insecurities and, and and the people that's dealing with trauma and bringing trauma into their relationship. Mm-hmm. I think that uh, that was a great point, and I think you know we uh, we're going to talk about that. That might need to be our show next week, talking about uh, childhood trauma, how people bring childhood traumas into adulthood. Um, that's deep, you know. You deal with childhood traumas, mm-hmm. and then you raise your children with the traumas that you still have, and so. Um, you know, that type of dysfunction that repeats itself or these generational curses. So, uh, you know, you guys have been great tonight. And uh, Jenny White, do you have any final words? Well, I think I uh, have to say something. Then do it. Do it, Jenny. Do it. Yes. I am... Uh, I'm saying about we're talking about memories remind us that nothing lasts forever time is precious and should not be wasted 
Enjoy life. And remember, don't count the days. Make the days count. And that's what I'd like to say. And all of you, I'm glad you came. I like the discussion. <laughs> and uh, it was a good evening. Yeah, we had good a great evening. show. We even had Sister Margaret call in today and bless us with her presence. Thank you, thank you. And so we will uh, see you next week, same time, same place. Uh, have a great weekend, and God bless. Happy Veterans Day. Thank you.